You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. The T-Biz Podcast delivers T-News that you need to know. A recap of the week's major headlines with commentary and cultural trends hosted by Dan Bolton. It is the voice of origin for tea professionals and enthusiasts worldwide. Think of us as a digital caravan of storytellers, bringing authentic, authoritative, and exclusive stories to you weekly from the tea lands. Hello, everyone. Here are this week's headlines. Russia and India pursue sanctioned workarounds for tea a tea party at the top of the world, and the 20th anniversary of the World Tea Expo opens Monday in Las Vegas. More in a minute, but first, this important message. What makes a perfect cup of Ceylon tea? The perfect cup is from the tea businesses that ensure the protection of all the children living within their tea estates. We salute Kailani Valley, Telawakili, Bogawanthalawa, Harana, and Eliftia Tea Estates. Support Save the Children, Sri Lanka. Russia will find it difficult and expensive to replenish its tea supplies, but teacups there are in no danger of running dry. India and Russia are currently discussing reactivating a scheme for trading rubles for rupees to avoid transactions in U.S. dollars. The workarounds were devised a decade ago to trade rice, sugar, and tea for Iranian oil. Tea executives in Moscow write that Russian banks are working out how to make this scheme easier and faster. Indian sources confirm, quote, while the exact mechanism remains under wraps, perhaps some kind of barter or designated currency arrangement will be worked out for certain essential items. Tea is likely to be included in the list of reciprocal items to be covered under the proposed arrangement if indeed it materializes, end quote, according to the source who asked to remain unnamed. Financing is only one hurdle to overcome. Quote, logistics risks for direct shipments are still very high, but Russian companies are trying to find reserve routes to bring in tea, end quote, writes the Moscow tea executive. Quote, all of it is more complicated and costly than the original one, but producers, traders, shippers, sellers are all interested in finding ways to bring tea to Russia, and we'll find a way, end quote, said the executive, who asked that his name be withheld. 
African tea suppliers aligned with Russia are also likely to ignore sanctions and accept payment in rubles. China is not a party to Russian sanctions and has ample capacity to supply China with tea. Russians, however, prefer black tea to green. Sanctions that limit tea sales from India and Sri Lanka offer China an incentive to source large quantities of black tea for the Russian market. While it is purely speculation, early this month, a state-supported Chinese tea exporter likely financed the Singapore Investment Group that purchased Duncan's Industries out of bankruptcy. Duncan's annually produces 15 million kilos of black tea from 14 tea gardens spanning 12,000 hectares in India. U.S. sanctions against Iran and Russia do not cover food and agricultural goods, including tea, but they make it risky to accept payments from targeted banks. Credit terms add to the risk and newly imposed requirements to pay upfront pose challenges for Russian tea buyers. In addition, insurers and shipping companies insist on payment in dollars. Workarounds inevitably add to the cost of doing business. Financing, insurance, shipping expenses, logistics all increase at a time when Russian households face steep inflation. Quote, for all this additional cost, consumers will pay from their wallets, end quote, writes the Moscow Tea Executive. Business Insight Sanctions punish all parties involved, but halting trade is more painful yet. India is fully aware that openly trading with Russia as it pulverizes Ukraine will draw heated criticism. Supporting Russia is a matter of national security, according to Indian officials. India views China and Pakistan as territorial threats, having lost 100,000 square kilometers to Pakistan in 1948 and another 100,000 square kilometers to China between 1954 and 2014. Russia supplies India with arms viewed as essential to its defense. The USSR, and later the Russian Federation, was India's largest defense supplier for decades. Indian armed forces remain heavily dependent on Russian spares and equipment necessary to manage their operational assets. Adequate defense preparedness is presently one of the cornerstones of India's foreign policy. Quote, Hence, despite their willingness to support de-escalation pressure tactics proposed by Western nations in respect to the currently ongoing conflict, Indian policymakers will probably ensure that defense supplies remain uninterrupted, end quote, explained the official. The Guinness Book of World Records has certified a May 2021 tea break on Mount Everest as the highest tea party in history. Climber Andrew Hughes, who organized the high-altitude tea break, writes that, quote, tea already was interwoven into life on an Everest expedition. From the tea houses and lodges where we stayed along the trek, 
to the countless hours spent with one another and a warm cup of tea in hand, awaiting weather windows to climb onwards. Tea is something that we shared so regularly that it is impossible to detach it from the overall Everest experience. Ten climbers join Hughes at Everest-based Camp Number 2 to enjoy Nepali milk tea with ginger and dainties at an altitude of 6,496 meters. The team carried both packet and loose-leaf teas, including peppermint to aid digestion and chamomile to aid sleep. Climbers witnessed firsthand the effect of low atmospheric pressure which speeds boiling. Achieving a rolling boil at sea level occurs at 100 degrees Celsius. Above 15,000 feet, water boils at 85 degrees centigrade, about 185 degrees Fahrenheit. The 20th anniversary of the World Tea Conference Plus Expo opens Monday, March 21st through Wednesday at the Las Vegas Convention Center. The event is co-located with the Bar and Restaurant Expo. Activities include tastings, educational presentations, hands-on training at workshops, and networking opportunities. Single admission to both events is available on-site. Exhibitors include tea producers, teaware and tea traveler manufacturers, and tea utensil makers. This year, events features several tea brands along with 400 bar and restaurant suppliers. It's not too late to register. Visit www.worldteaexpo.com for more information. T-Biz will be at the show and report next week how it went. Arvinda Anantharaman in Bengaluru reports on this week's tea auction prices. India Tea Price Report for the week ending 12th March 2022. All eyes remain on the Ukraine crisis. Concerns continue about exports. North India auctions did not take place last week. In the south, the orthodox market suffered as exporters remained reticent. Cochin saw only about 59% uptake of orthodox leaf, with Hindustan Unilever lending much-needed support. Kunur too saw a similar trend, with CTC leaf performing better than orthodox. In Darjeeling, first flush teas have begun to make their entry into the market. We caught up with Sanjay Chaudhary of Ringtong Tea Estate, who says crop and quality of the first flush should be decent, and while exports, which Darjeeling is heavily dependent on, may be affected, Sanjay points out the silver lining, and he says there's a huge potential for good quality Darjeeling teas, which meet international food safety standards, to be available to the domestic market. Once again, reiterating the need to build the Indian domestic market beyond chai. Sanjay's bigger concern is to see how mechanisms can be enforced to prevent non-Darjeeling teas from selling as Darjeeling, a cause which he's been fighting actively over the last year. And now, a word from our sponsor. Hello, I'm Bogdan, a passionate tea drinker and the inventor of the ultimate tea machine, the Brewmaker One. Preparation is key to making fine tea. Sequential steepings deliver the best taste possible and unlock the true value of whole leaf teas and botanicals. Brew automates that process without using any pots or capsules. The simple to operate smartphone control device stores steeping profiles to consistently make great tea at the push of a button. 
brew also reduces time, waste and energy. That's because I engineered the brew to remember control settings for temperature, brewing time and quantity. Using my patented process lets you stack steep simply and conveniently. This week, TBiz travels to Siliguri, India to speak with Rajiv Lokan, founder of the Dok Tea Estate in Bihar, a non-traditional tea-growing region bounded by West Bengal, Sikkim, and Nepal. Lakan's mastery of marketing has literally put Bihar on the official map of India's tea-growing regions. India proudly claims Assam and Darjeeling, two of the world's most famous tea-growing regions. Yet neither grew tea until about 175 years ago, and in both cases it took 50 years more to achieve scale. Today, Indian consumers drink 90% of the tea that the country produces. But it's only recently that domestic consumption surpassed exports and required the expansion of tea lands. Growing regions are inherently blessed with tea-enhancing terroir, but ideal soil conditions, altitude, and microclimate still require the pioneering vision and gritty persistence of growers like Rajiv to achieve their potential. Rajiv graduated from university in 1973 with a master's degree in organic chemistry. He spent his early career managing established gardens where the skills he developed in cultivating award-winning teas were complemented by his efficient management. In 1998, the Indian government, noticing the strong growth in domestic sales, issued permits to expand the tea lands. Adhering to biodynamic principles, Lakhan planted trout-resistant cultivars in the loamy soil along the Dope River. He now produces green, white, and wulong teas and black fusion, a blend of Assam and Darjeeling tea. It took him 10 years to acquire and consolidate smaller plots into the Dope Tea Estate. Welcome to the program, Rajiv. Will you describe India's domestic market for new regional teas? We start with Eastern India. Bengalis are very, very appreciative of Darjeeling tea. Calcutta had the direct connection to this growing region to be a tea city. You know, it's very unusual to find out that Biharis also like Darjeeling. They understand Darjeeling and they are now opening up. Yes, this is something good. Dog Black Fusion is a Bihar tea, which is a mix of Darjeeling and Assam. That's why we call it fusion, because we sit right in front of Darjeeling and the cold winds are coming from Darjeeling to cool this thing, to cool 50-degree planes and uh, the strength of Assam mixed together. That suggests Terrar is important to their buying decision. They understand. They listen. They're very appreciative. They come and question. They take the samples. I, I have a, a small pack of about 10, 10 grams, which I sell for 600 rupees. And then they buy 600 rupees worth of packets. Where do consumers get their first taste of teas grown and processed in Bihar? 
online. Stores are still not stocking all these things. And it is very easy. Specialty teas are only available in the big cities where there are the lounges or the specialty. I would not say even the tea specialty shops or the beverage specialty shops. These are food stores. Amazon has taught India how to sit at home and very, very comfortably. Corona has really lubricated this market called uh, the online shopping. All the ladies, they're very happy sitting at home, buying from this thing, even whatever is not necessary. They buy, they experiment. Yeah. Amazon has really done wonders in India, like Coca-Cola. Are websites built by local brands sophisticated? Is delivery by mail or courier? T-Swan. That's our website, and yeah. this is all online. We do everything. They handle the ordering and the uh, total thing, collection yeah. of money and all. How long does it take online customers to get their tea? It takes maximum three days. Three days is a very fair, this thing, because we also use FedEx, DHL, Blue Dot, all yeah. these fast as possible, and DDDC, UPS, everything, whichever. And Siliguri, you know, very, very luckily, since pandemic, I would say, is extremely connected to all over India, even East. East is very, very conveniently connected to, yeah. to Siliguri. India no longer limits where tea growers can establish their gardens, a direct result of opening non-traditional growing regions. Your innovative processing and tireless marketing of green tea and oolongs have earned the brand an international following. But that represents only a small volume of the million kilos you produce locally. Overseas, you get higher prices, but according to the Tea Board of India, only 22% of Indian households spend more than 200 rupees, about $2.50 U.S. per month on tea. What price do you charge local customers? 250 grams, when we sell, is about only about uh, 50 rupees. Tata is almost same, but the yeah. quality quality is better than Tata. The reason of people buying outside Tata is the quality. Yeah, Tata is going for a standard, and all these four or five brands from Siliguri are cream uh, Assam city cities. So people are not switching, you know, and we we find it very easy. We package our teas in Siliguri, and most of our market is nearby Bihar and this side, uh, the, the Bengal. So we can keep a quality. The shopkeepers or distributors, they prefer to stock that it's easy to sell. Yeah. So for us, quality control is not that difficult. We have got one system of packaging, one mindset. That is for our local CTC pack. And Darjeeling packs is nothing much. The green tea is bigger than Darjeeling. And when it comes to export CTC to China, there's all those huge bulk, you know, like 25 tons container and maybe 25 containers to this company, 10 containers to this company, yeah. 50 yeah. containers to this That's different lines um, for them. We produce very little, but we are basically trading, you know, we are sourcing teas from uh, all over the region, different blends, and then package and sell. So we handle about a million kilos of tea every year. The people who are basically the sourcing people, they know that we can 
give them the same blend throughout the year because we are going to source it from hundreds of people. We do our blending, we see hundreds of samples and do the blending and then give them a standard blend, you know, which they want throughout the year. The producers like Jayshree or uh, Williamson Meagher, they walk into the room, they always say, we are the third largest producer of India. We are the second largest. And that gives them a negative point. Oh, this is a very big producer. So he's going to sell us only his produce, which he can give a little cheaper than us because that is his cost of production. Ours is cost of total buying and selling and other things also and the profitability of the producer himself. So these are two different economics, which people, the big buyers, they understand. Cold tea market in India is, is still not maturing. This is just the beginning. More and more players will change the scenario of Indian tea market. A huge market, if it opens up, will really solve the industry's problem. Intrigued by what you heard in today's podcast? Would you like to learn more from our global network of T-Biz journalists and tea experts? Remember to visit the T-Biz website for more comprehensive coverage. That's www.t-bizbiz.com. Thanks for listening. Farewell till next week. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.